Welcome to Three Little Things, a natural health podcast. We've created this space to help you positively navigate the world of holistic and natural well-being, where each week we will explore something new and dive into a diverse range of holistic health topics from all walks of life. As chiropractors, we are equally passionate about helping educate, share and empower you on your well-being journey. Created with you in mind, Three Little Things aims to bring you digestible topics and applicable tools and strategies to help you grow, thrive and live well. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Three Little Things podcast. My name is Sarah and I'm joined with my co-host Lily and we have Mary back for episode two. So for anybody that hasn't listened, head back to the previous episode and have a listen, but I will get Lily to introduce Mary anyway, just in case we have some new listeners. Dr. Mary Burke, I've known for uh, 40 years because um, she was a baby and I wasn't. No, no, Mary was in her... (laughs) probably late teens and, I, and I'm really old. Okay. But um, all I want to say really is that Mary has taken a phenomenon that was existing um, way back already before she was born to now world stage level, I would say, because the scientists finally caught up with this little invention that was around in the 1960s. So Mary may talk briefly to that. But what I do want to say is that it's really important for us for these things to become what we originally um, began a podcast for which is um, these things become magazine words because once upon a time, they're very sophisticated concepts, chewing, healthcare, chiropractic. We want what we're talking about these days to be everyday concepts because um, they enhance our life and well-being. So thank you, Mary. Thanks, Lil. Um, I'm just going to touch back very briefly to what the Maya Munchie was originally invented for. My father, Dr. Kevin Burke, was the original inventor of the little product, 1966. And it's a, it's a chewing device and he developed it. He was a dentist for oral hygiene and periodontal condition. And so we're going to have a little chat this episode around the benefits of chewing a munchie for adults. And I've just spent the last episode talking about the naught to threes because that's my big push out into the world because I come from that chiropractic functional perspective. But I'm going to touch into a little bit now on the benefits of chewing from an adult perspective too because I think it's one of those things where we almost have lost chewing as a functional movement and it's not optional. We actually have to keep chewing and there's so many enormous benefits of it. It's similar to similar to the sedentarism of sitting all day mm. in our jobs and things and our cars. We're now chewing very soft food. Our, our, our diet consists of, even if we've got a good nutritional component, the, the method of delivery often doesn't require the, what I call chew factor. And so it's a really important thing to think about in our own lives, keeping our chewing faculty working really well. Mm. Well, it's one of the most um, important orifices in our bodies, right? I mean, without things going into the mouth, um, how Mm. do we feed ourselves? But tied in with our mouths are our nostrils because what you're going to talk about really affects our palate as well and how we breathe. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. that's a really good point, Lil, because mouth breathing, snoring, so many people on CPAPs now. Like mm. this is a massive issue in the adult population and unfortunately it's translating down into the paediatric mm. population. Mm. Understanding snoring is not normal and understanding mouth breathing. It's a survival response. Yeah. Mm. Our nostrils were what we were given to breathe. Mm-hmm. But so many people have such a level of oral dysfunction that it's really, really difficult to breathe through the nose and so understanding that as well so rather than just leaping into oh I'm going to tape my mouth or do something like that it's a physiological process and it may not be it may be that the 
the, the biochemistry and the physiology working behind that won't allow you to. So it's, it can be a really complex thing. There's there's whole there's people whose whole career is breathing retraining. Mm. So just if you're listening to this and thinking, oh yeah, I want to fix my mouth breathing, sometimes it's a really good idea to check in with your practitioner mm. to see whether that's going to be feasible for you, or whether chewing a, a munchie. Mm. The advantage of chewing a munchie is it tones the muscles of the lips and face, and sometimes that can be why our mouth's dropping open mm. because. The jaw is a very heavy structure. Yeah. So we need a certain level of tone to keep it together. Mm. So keeping that in mind that that could just be, oh, okay, I've got to exercise my lips and face. So I think with all of our previous guests, um, we've hit the whole triad of health thing, you know, mm. which is one half, one, one third is um, uh, physicality, you know, um, how we're lined up, our neurology. The other third is our biochemistry and, of course, then this mental and emotional health. But we all know that in this space that we're all working in, we want to be um, above the cliff people. You know, we don't want to be the people at the bottom of the cliff um, with flashing lights and, you know, ambulances. So a lot of what you're going to talk about, Mary, really is is, is about prevention of um, ending up like that. Because if we can prevent ourselves from having a CPAP, you know, why shouldn't we? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and also it's that whole thing about oral health and teeth, gums. All of that kind of, with the mouth breathing, it's interesting, I, was, I get once again, the physiology amazes me, the saliva coating the teeth mm. when we're asleep at night mm. yeah. is the process of remineralization. Yeah. So when you're mouth breathing, your oral cavity doesn't have that opportunity. So it's a really big deal from a, saliva is this, and Dad used to call it nature's elixir, like <laughs> it was, it is this profound fluid and we also don't chew enough to get good salivary production because it has all the enzymes in it for digestion, mm. all the benefits of saliva. And that's one of the huge things about chewing a munchie. It produces a lot of saliva. Yeah. So that's a really um, important one to think about just from oral health but also digestive health, the benefits of, yeah, that saliva production and cleansing the oral cavity. When you think mm. about toothbrushing, that's a reasonably modern phenomenon mm-hmm. in the history of human evolution of how long we've been around for. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, now we need to chew mm. this device, you know, something like this device because we're not chewing enough and chewing sticks mm. were the previous form of cleaning the teeth mm. and they were they'd be cleaning their teeth with that and chewing a lot and that we think about our dogs most our of the pooches, time. Just, yeah. They get all, we get all mouth, that chewing yeah. and we understand mm. how important that is to yeah. get them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and all those enzymes produced by the saliva, that's where digestion first takes place. Yeah. And I mean, activates everything correct. to get the rest set up. Yeah. Well, we actually use that reflex in pediatrics. Well, what I do anyway when I'm um, trying to help a young child toilet train, I'll say to the mother, there's a thing called the mass reflex, mm-hmm. which happens as soon as we start chewing and swallowing. And that peristaltic action begins a wave through the digestion. And within 15 minutes, you know, the kid really wants to poo, you know. So if you want to time pooing, that's a good time. And so a lot of parents have done this, have said, huh, guess what? It works. And well, you know, physiology does work. Physiology <laughs> does. Innately we're born with that, weren't we? Yeah. So the chewing bit is really important. But I like your little um, note here about people who chew and wreck their teeth, you know, like they crack their teeth. How, how is this happening? Oh, over <laughs> people who are clenching and grinding at night. Right. Yeah, that's when people are cracking their ah. teeth. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, yeah, the forces they're putting through their jaws. Yes. It's like you you often couldn't do it during the day, like to, to actually yeah. put that yeah. much force through. Yeah, interesting. Is it real? It's so it's in, it, what they're 
we talked about it in the children's episode, that concept of how much chewing we should be doing mm-hmm. and chewing as a neurocarmative movement, chewing as heavy work and stimulating that temporomandibular yeah. joint, all that upper cervical area. We mm. need so much input into that area. Chewing is the way we do that. When that, and this is often what we'll find, mm. when that relationship is out of balance and these people have temporomandibular joint dysfunction is yeah. what they'll present to us with, usually goes with a class two overbite yep. where mm-hmm. the teeth are landing heavily mm. over the top of the others. And we talked about that with the children where yep. that jaw grating isn't there. So they're smashing Feedback, down onto yep. these teeth. And the, the subtlety and nuance of where they're landing and all that upper cervical area, mm. it, we have such an important role to play in the mm. management of temperate. They need not be in dental practices. They need to be in our practices yeah. because as soon as you get splints in there and forcing the occlusion, you're going to push it somewhere else. Interesting. Yeah. We've got to work with getting the balance of yeah. forces yeah. settled down and getting all of that input and understanding the neurology and the subtlety around it. Yeah. And so many of these people are people who've had orthodontic work when they were young and that is really difficult because mm. that's what you're dealing with then is where the forces have been pushed. But you can you can often manage it really well for so people. So right down to root cause again really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Mm. And just looking at the realities of of what, which point might you need to get someone involved who mm. comes in from that dental space, but they've got to be really conservative. Yeah. Because we know that um, as soon as you force that system, it'll go somewhere else. Interesting. It's, because yeah. we actually have, I mean, because I've been in practice nearly 40 years, I've seen people's mouths change over time. So people who once, once upon a time had quite straight teeth, you know, as they got older, yeah. their midline shifts. Yeah. So there must be so many um, abnormal forces to cause that, you know, yeah. bone moving like that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And in an ideal world, every time we swallow, our tongue goes to the palate mm-hmm. and we activate the pharyngeal walls and all that action. And the other thing we haven't even talked on is that it pushes up, drains the sinuses, pulls on the eustachian tubes, the action of swallowing. Mm. So when this all works well, it's a muscular system though. And if you're not using it well and keeping it activated, and that's once again where... Chewing, mm. having food in the mouth for long enough that it's requiring a lot of chewing activity as well as tongue management around, you know, and all the subtlety of cleaning things out of the teeth. There's a lot of tongue movement mm. involved when you're using it. Yeah. But I'm for glad a lot you brought of people, that up. Yeah. Mm. So, so speak to that, Mary. So you're the, the swallowing thing and the impact on, yeah. Swallowing is huge. We've just actually sponsored research at Newcastle University. We sponsored mm-hmm. a PhD student in aged care. Yep. There's a very strong correlation between once you start to have your swallow mechanism working in death. Yep. Swallow yes. is a profound function for life. Interesting. And we need it working really well because mm. what happens is people can get stuck with what's called an immature swallow. Yep. Yep. Once again, dummies, nightmare. <laughs> they create a tongue thrust swallow. So mm. when the brain's getting ready for this mature swallow where the tongue goes up, yeah. pushes up against the palate, does all its amazing things, the teeth lightly connect together mm. and the swallow occurs. When you've got a reverse swallow, your tongue thrusts forward, forward you're using yep. your lips and face. Mm. And so you're activating and you're using full body often the times. Mm. They're often using the shoulders and all the of these neck. other muscles. Yeah. So it... And that over time, anything we have to use over time, it'll build up a problem. Mm. And there, there's a lot of the time what we're dealing with with these head and neck and shoulder people yeah. are people with a tongue thrust. It was a very interesting little show mm. and tell that the dentist that I told you about, is it Dr. Shahab from um, oh, yeah. yep. in Brisbane and he is of Mayo Spots. Mayo Spots, yes. Yep. He did a little, um, little demonstration for me where you put a bit of water in your mouth 
put your teeth together and smile with your lips open mm. while the water is still in your mouth and then swallow. It was hilarious to see how many people had water dribbling out of their lips. That's right. Yes, yeah, perfect. Because their tongue isn't Because the right they're relying place. on their yep. lips to manage it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did it a couple of times to practice. It's a bit messy, I will say, you mm. know, but um, it was a good illustration as to why they may need to relearn the whole, um, you know, swallowing, swallowing. mechanism. Yeah. yeah. And that's... Uh, that's definitely worth mm. worth reprogramming, mm. <laughs> but it's a it's a yeah when it's when it's dysfunctional once again it's complex to to yeah. fix. Yeah, mm. and I think when you explain it, like particularly in the realm of adults at the moment who can understand this, but um, talking about that whole system is a muscular system too, and you think about the lives that we live now, we're eating very very fast. You know, we're often scoffing down a meal. At, you know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We're not taking time to chew our food, so we're not training that muscular system at all. Mm. Yeah. Like in any regard of our life. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it really limited and really shut down. Yeah. And I think we, we have these, the body has such amazing possibility with what it can do mm. if we keep it engaged and keep it firing and the oral space is yeah. so similar. Yeah. yeah. And so those people who've got those chronic temporomandibular joint issues and clenching and grinding, mm. yes, it's really helping them to unravel what's underneath that, but a lot of that sympathetic yep. nervous mm. system drive. It's all yep. about we're over-breathing. There's so much of that that, once again, chiropractors are such an important part of the team, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm really seeing now. I remember, you know, we, Lily would have been the same doing chirodontics back when we did, mm. you know, back in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, Bob Walker's work, yeah. Yeah, which mm. was fantastic, and it joined it together. And we always had dentists we worked with, but it was very rare that it came back the other way. Mm -hmm. I don't think the dentists ever really understood the role we played in mm. this process. I think it's now that it's becoming very apparent the mm. role we play. And the in adjustive this. process too, you know, I mean there's so many soft tissue techniques that we do intraorally. Yeah. The lower dentists probably are they horrified at this or they're they structural. Just don't do they're it, all yeah. about the structure. They're not yeah. looking at yeah. the functional side of things, but they're starting to get it. Yeah. And we're really which is exciting. As Lil said, it's kind of taken probably fifty years for people to for the dentist mm. to really start getting it. There's mm. a few, and you've had a few on your call, which, on your course, which is wonderful on your program, who were early adopters, yeah. but there's a lot more people coming through now. But the chiropractors, yeah. we, we really need to be there to help them get the outcomes. And there's such an outrageous concentration of neuromuscular spindles, you know, mm -hmm. in those little muscles, you know, behind our, well, in the occiput area for the people who aren't um, chiropractors, it's just um, basically the skull all around the TMJ. And the concentration is far greater than the number of neuromuscular spindles in your gluteal muscles. You mm. know, I think it's something like 300 to, to 8. Yeah. You know, so there's so much feedback in yep. that upper neck and yep. jaw area. So, so it's a really important mm, area to, mm. to get working well. Yeah. yeah, and as you said too, right, that feedback loop into the parasympathetic, sympathetic state as well. So, you know, we're, we're much more in our fight and flight than we really should be. But yeah. you and that whole area plays a role in that. Yeah, and yeah. the comment you made, which was actually a little bit um, of concern for me, but I was very interested in that PhD research regarding death and how people swallow. Yeah. That's yeah. fascinating. Do you know any? Yeah, yeah, so basically when they're put on purees, mm -hmm. when they're put on puree diets, yep. and so what we're hoping to be able to do is to use the munchie to keep that faculty of chewing working. Interesting. Because in that, this is in an aged care environment, they're trying to manage a lot of different needs and things. Yeah. So that once choking becomes a thing, yeah. once they can't manage uh, bigger textures and things, they'll put them on puree's, but it's very yeah. strong correlation with death. Yeah. So it is one of those things that we need to keep firing really well, chewing. And this is a great tool, the munchie, because we don't chew enough and most foods that we've got don't require a huge amount of effort. Yeah. 
but not. I want you to keep. I want you to have chewing in your diet every day of food. That's what yes. we're always aiming towards. Yeah. The munchie is an adjunct. Yeah. But chewing a munchie for five minutes in the shower in the morning. Great way to start the day. Mm. That's a good and idea. Then, actually, in you the know, clever people are, are on the move, and the reality yeah. is they're not going to spend as much time chewing the food. Yeah, half an hour to chew there, whatever. Yeah, but the munchies are a great way to get the system activated. Yeah, yeah. We'll come into that in a moment because I just thought of something um, in the first episode regarding Western A Price, and really in the end is observation of a phenomenon and then creating data to explain the phenomenon. So mm. what he observed this dentist back in the fifties was. Um, People who had come from um, the African countries, first generation, had amazing um, jaws, dentition, lots of space for their um, teeth. No holes, mm-hmm. no cavities. Yeah. yeah. It's a modern phenomenon. Yeah. But once they were on the modern diet, you know, of hamburgers and shakes, you know, within that generation, um, the kids were getting crowded dentition. Yeah. yeah orthodontics. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a coincidence, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very strong. And there's a dentist in the US called Dr. Kevin Boyd and he um, He's looking a lot of that now and mapping out the skulls and looking mm-hmm. at what, what does ideal look like to try and shift this trajectory back. And he's saying it'll take about two generations to wow. to get that start. That's what I'm really about. It's We've got to start pushing the other way mm. because we're really at the point now of this is actually a really significant point because paediatric sleep apnea, yeah. mm, massive big. issue, yeah. massive issue. And yeah. we know how strongly mouth breathing correlates mm. with many chronic health yes, conditions. everything else. Everything yes. else. Yeah. Mm. So it, it really is super relevant in, ad, in the adult world too. Mm. Yeah, Most think- chronic things are going to have this and it goes into the biochemistry and all mm. the different things, yeah. Nitrous mm. oxide, Dr. Bill was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, nose breathing and, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, compliance then for the adults. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to understand that it's important to chew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, people are generally... They can feel the benefit yeah. and they will. The other way I utilise it as well as the action of chewing, which yep. is great, I'll use it passively for people too, which is just having it in your mouth, lips together, nasal breathing, mm. allowing the rest posture of the jaw to shift. When your oral rest posture has been locked back or jammed up, it takes a bit for the soft tissues to shift. Yeah. So that's a really um, great way to use it too when you get home at the end of the day and they've, they've been in that yeah, scrunched tight, forward yeah. and the jaws all locked up. Yeah. Put that in there and we'll often suggest that posture pole idea too yeah. which yeah. opens up the red to the body, puts them occiput in a um, – puts pressure into the occiput, yeah. which allows the jaw to release more. Yeah. So yeah. it's a um, yeah. great little passive tool yeah. and then the chewing itself and the salivary production and, the, and that awareness that it creates – and the other bit, really big thing about the munchie because it produces a saliva, to manage your saliva when you've got a munchie in your mouth, you have to yeah. use the back part of your swallow tongue. Yes. You can't do your reverse swallow. Yeah. So you start training pharyngeal walls and that's the collapsing of the pharyngeal walls is what creates a lot of that sleep apnea at night. Mm. It's breathing issue that translates into sleep. Mm. So they've already got a weakness yeah. around here and then at night those pharyngeal walls, which should stay, but once again, it's neuromuscular, it's tone of the pharyngeal walls. Mm. So it's a way to get that action. When you've got a munchie in there, mm. you have to use the pharyngeal walls. So mm. 
It's just training a system, it's a cool isn't it? Tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think adults like numbers still. They go, okay, five minutes in the shower, and yeah. what, um, half an hour passive use, or can be perfect. Yeah. And you can do it things like you, when you're driving the car. I put money yeah. when I'm cooking dinner. That's yeah. my time in the kitchen. <laughs> when I when I, I first podcast on, listen to you yeah. guys, pop yeah. my lunch in. Right. When I first met Archie, he used, that's what he used to do in the car. Interesting. He used to chew away on in the car. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Stays yeah. arguing with you, Sarah. Yeah. Well, it just means I get to talk more. No, I should probably do it too. You should probably broke. I love it. It's for a marriage prop. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? True, yeah. That's excellent, Mary. Um, there was one more thing that came to mind about the munchie. Um, do you think it would ever be um, obsolete if we all chewed properly? Sadly, I don't think we're there. I mean, maybe maybe the next couple of generations well, will get yeah. back to chewing. I was say, maybe yeah. in two generations' yeah, time. Yeah, right? when we work out that actually everything we're doing, I, yeah, unfortunately yeah, at the moment know. I think it's – we're similar to going to gyms and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. This is now your face gym because. Yeah. But also on that point, right, like a lot of us love going to the gym because it makes our body feel good and it's got yes. good benefit. I know for me, and you said it before, Mary, when you were touching on coming home from a day at work, that jaw's tight, you're stressed, mm-hmm. putting something in your mouth and chewing it is so comforting and quite soothing. That's quite nice to do. Probably beats having so, um, fillers and Botox. You know? well, well, yeah, like, definitely. But like there that's, you, go. you know, like it's actually quite a nice beneficial thing to do. Feels yeah. good. It's also good for our body. We understand the physiology behind, you know, why we should be chewing more. Um, but I think it's a yeah, great little tool just to feel good too. Like yeah. going to the gym, you know. And it's definitely we're getting a lot of people proactively. Yeah. And this is what I really mm. love is that they that we're in, trying to empower people to be proactive in their own healthcare. Yeah. Because that's what it's going to take. We yeah. can't, you can't wait for it all to break down and start going wrong. Yeah. Well, feedback and feed know. forward too, you know, because um, what we're doing is just affrontating um, the nervous system the whole time. And what you don't use, you actually do you lose. Mm. So that whole midline structure, that's why a lot of people end up looking like little turtles, you know, as they get older, because they're just hunching further and further forwards. Their jaws are hanging forwards and their mouths are open, their tongues are out, you know. Yeah. So we need to have a more advanced posture feed back into our midline so mm. we can stay humans for, mm. like, functioning. for as long as possible yeah, yeah. functioning yeah. Function. and it will yeah. have a really because I think yeah that forward head posture mm. and the jaw posture they really strongly relate and that upper cervical area is so important to keep us upright and functioning yeah. well and the jaw stability that's it's it's quite amazing the role the jaw plays mm. in the upper cervical stability yeah. yeah so once you start to lose that it all feeds in it yeah Okay, down. so we should sell one with every um, smartphone, Mary, do you think? Totally. <laughs> Comes with your All right, iPad. Apple, so let's get a sponsorship with Apple and my munchie going, hey? That sounds like a good yeah, idea to me. Yeah, Nicely done. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, do you think, have we covered it all or something? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Mm. And I think the, the big things there are just to don't take it for granted that mm. that clenching, grinding, bruxing is normal. It's not. Mm. Get some functional support on that. Yeah. People who are working with the upper um, cervical spine, getting your posture working really Mm. well, once again, it relates really strongly to the oral posture. Mm. So it's just understanding those two pieces and how they relate and ensuring you're covering both. I'm a real fan of the soft, um, the the Maya Manji, because you haven't really described it. You know, it's actually quite soft and comfy and it's silicone, Mm. right? Yeah. Compared to a hard splint that people are wearing at night to bed. Yeah. 
Totally. So, you know, I'm a real fan of that. Mm. Yeah. And the other great thing about that is it's a much cheaper way to check for tolerance mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you go investing in a big dental mm-hmm. set of appliances. So affordable. Yeah, yeah. it's like $100 and that gives you an exactly. opportunity to see, as mm. well as having all these other benefits. Yeah. There's nothing to lose yes. no, from getting, getting engaged oh. with a munchie. There's mm. other benefits. It may totally. not fix your other problem but it'll do all these other things so mm, totally yeah. and, and how long does each one last for use properly you say? We, we actually had to go through all this biocompatibility testing yep. and blah blah yep. blah the munching machine didn't chew through the new munchies survived <laughs> so there is no time limit on a munchie right now because the machine couldn't okay. break it so. archaeologists will be digging this up in a few <laughs> yeah. thousand years very no, good it's interesting because there, there are people in the world who have more force than the chewing machine mm-hmm. that's for sure yeah. which was calibrated on the normal forces of the yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah but there are people who have so much force going through their jaws that they will break through that every now and then mm. But it's not common. Better than mm. a CPAC machine. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, and they yeah. will last. They generally yeah. last a long time. I've been using mine for years. So Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have three little things for our adult population that they might like to finish off with? Well, um, saliva. Mm. I think saliva yes. is really one of those profound, important fluids. And just learn about saliva and understand, make sure when you're chewing, you're getting your food in there for enough time yep. to mm. produce saliva. Because yep. yep. anyone with digestive issues, saliva is your friend. Teeth, any of that sort of, we want mm-hmm. the mouth breathing is the other really one big one to think about. And could that be because your jaw's weak, mm-hmm. muscles are weak, thinking about that. And then, yeah, finding some support to get any of that TMJ issue, looking at it from a functional perspective. If you've, if you've got big clunking, yes. unstable jaws. Get in and see someone before yeah. that becomes a problem yeah. because it, chances are it will at some point yeah. give you grief. Yeah. And we talked a lot in that first episode about, you know, your passion, which is preventing it in that young age group and doing this beautiful work to lay a good foundation. I think it's also nice to know from this episode that it's never too late. There's always something that can be done mm. and there's always added benefits like we've just spoken about. Yes. You know, it's more than just chewing is incredibly important, but it's more than just chewing. You and know? it's absolutely that. And it's and Lil was touching on before about um, a patient following tracking and their jaw starting to teeth crowding, different yes. things you're noticing. Don't a lot of people go, oh, that's a dental issue. I have to go back in and get something done dentally. Make sure we're looking at it from a functional perspective yes. as well. And anyone who's having any dental work, whether it's Invisalign or any of that work done, mm. we need to work with them. Chiropractors mm. need to be checking on them because. It's a two-way thing. We have to make sure that's not going to have some massive input negatively mm. yeah. because it does have an input. Yeah. We want to make sure it's a positive input in the upper cervical spine yeah. and our balance centres and our ability to, to function really well. Yeah. And also just quickly on that, people don't realise which side of their face they chew on. Yeah. I often yeah. ask my patients, so um, which side do you chew on? And there's a sort of moment where they have to think and they go, oh, only know. on the left yeah. or only on the right. Yeah. So and bringing why? consciousness to it. <laughs> yeah. We can, and that that's so much of what we're doing with mm-hmm. our body postural things. We've got to bring yes. consciousness to changing and shifting. Once you bring consciousness of a patient to their tongue, mm-hmm. for example, oh, where does your tongue rest? Oh, I yes. found here. And you start encourage them up. The brain will wake up. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Amazing. Well, thank you very much, Mary. I'll put all the show notes, all your details in the show notes so people know where they can go and buy their Maya Munchies because I reckon everyone will be running out to buy one after this. Yep. And make sure you read the information on the website because what we want you to do is get as much understanding as you can yep. so that you can get the most out of that little device because yes. it's a, the tagline for the Munchie is it's a small device with a big impact and the big impact comes when you know what you're doing. 
when yep. you know why you're doing it. So yep. make sure you read the information. Yeah, Fab. amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary. A quick disclaimer, these episodes are not intended to replace help, treatment or advice from your healthcare professionals. The information in today's podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not designed to diagnose or treat any conditions. This is just a friendly reminder that we do not know you or your child or those around you and therefore do not know your specific needs. Please seek guidance from your healthcare professionals surrounding your concerns.